<laughs> okay, we're in the bottom of the Abdallah of Mbet. We said as follows. We said that a name shall a name the suwab and mikram megillah. That's what we said, right? That we uh, the uh, the people, the poor people, look towards mikram megillah. They expect to get uh, they expect to get a matanot of yunim that day, and that's where they collect and give out the money. For Matanot Levinim. And the last word on the Yomber and Dalam Bess is Aval, Simcha, Enano Haggad El Bismanas. That's what we said at the end of yesterday. And the Kansas Simcha, meaning the Ma'achal Mishtev, Rashi says, the Suda, that ha- that's practiced only at the proper time. Okay, so it's a little bit strange. You'd have like a, uh, uh, a break between the actual reading of the Megillah and the, and the Suda. Okay. Yeah. I did not. Good question. Keep bugging me about it though. I'm a, yeah. What, is the Aina Ella the same thing as the Ain Ella? Yes. It just, uh, just simply has a feminine word. I'm a Rav. Rav says as follows. Megillah bismana korinota afilo biachid. Rav says if you're reading the Megillah at the proper time, meaning let's say Yudalab, if you're a regular city, Tedvav, if you're uh, a walled city, uh, then you can read it even as an individual. Shalom bismana, but if you're reading at, a, at a, not the right time, meaning based on our Mishnah, the maktimim le maknisa, then ba'asara, you have to have it with ten people. Okay, you have to have a minion. He doesn't really explain why, but I guess sort of like the idea would be that, you know, like maybe like the perm itself sort of creates a certain reality so you can fulfill the mitzvah, but if you were backing it up already, if you're only backing it up because you're part of a community, so then to read it alone sort of defeats the purpose. I think that's probably the idea. Uh, like once you're reading it alone, so you might as well do it at the right time. I think that's, I think that's probably the svar right there. So Rav Asi Amar, Bain Bismana, Bain Shalom Bismana Basara. Rav Asi says, no, either way, whether it's on time or not on time, you have to have a minion there. Okay, Rashi says in the first small line of the Rashi, Mitzvah lechazer achar asara mishum pirsume nisa. Now, he, he does phrase it as it's a mitzvah, it's a positive thing to search out ten people because of pirsume nisa, publicizing the miracle. The more, the merrier. Aval, if you can't find ten, Ravasi wouldn't say not to read the Megillah. So he's saying it's not like an isra to read it alone. He's just saying that ideally in all situations you should have a minion. And we do this, we say that. Right? We say, it's ideal, if you can, under normal circumstances, to go to a reading that has more people rather than a reading that doesn't have more people. There are extenuating circumstances, certainly, but that's generally a. The way we try to practice. Now, the Gemara tells us that Hava Uvda, there was a case, Rav and Rav was concerned for Rav Asi's position. So even Rav, who says that you can read it biachid, he himself also encouraged people to um, hear the Megillah with a minion. Okay. Now, the Gemara asks, Umi Rav Hachi, did Rav really say this? That, again, Shalom Bismana, you have to have 10 Bismana, you can do biachid. All these people said in the name of Rav, Purim Shabbat. If Purim fell out on Shabbat, meaning the fourteenth fell out on Shabbat, Erev Shabbat Zmanam. The Friday Erev Shabbat is the right is the time of the mitzvah. Erev Shabbat Zmanam. Maybe Erev Shabbat's the time. What are you talking about? Shabbat is the time. Who? Zmanam who? Ella Lav Hachi Gamar. No, this is what he means to say. Shalom Zmanam. 
Kizmanam. And the saying is that in this circumstance, when it's not Bizmanam, meaning you're going to read that, you read them again on Friday, it's like the right time, meaning what? Mazmanam afilo biachid. That just as the time when there's a, if you read it on time, you can read it alone. So too, not I mean, it's not the right time. You can read it alone. Um, so he says, one second, one second. Why would you do that? Though? Why would you do what? Well, I think he's saying here when you back, you're backing the reading up to Friday, so you can still read it alone. I think is what he's saying. So I think he's saying like this. So we're asking, so Rav seems to be saying in this statement that even when you read the Megillah, Shalom Bizman, you can do it alone. And we just quote the Rav above us saying that Shalom Bizman, you have to do it with a minion. Right? So Gemara says, um, Lo. No. Le'in Megillah. One second. Yeah. Le'inya Mikra Megillah Ba'asagra. Elamai Erev Shabbat Zmanam. So when it comes to Mikra Megillah, you have to do it with ten people. I guess, uh, Shalom Bismah. So why does it mean Arab Shabbat? It means as follows, um, This comes to exclude the opinion of Rebbe. That Rebbe had said that once we're moving, we're pushing off the Ayarot, the cities from their place, they should go back and be pushed all the way back to Yom HaKnisah. So he's teaching us here that Arab Shabbat is the proper time. Meaning, what his point is, is that he's not making a comment in general about Shalobizman, you can do a biachid. He's saying that in this circumstance where you can't read the Megillah on Shabbat, as we saw yesterday, you're not allowed to read the Megillah on Shabbat, so Friday becomes the time at which you read the Megillah. And therefore, the nafkamina would be, for Rab, that you're able to read it even biachid as opposed to requiring a minion, as opposed to Rebbe's opinion, which was that once you're pushing it off from Shabbat, you move it back to Thursday, when again there, you would probably have to have the minion, uh, according to Rav's Shita, at least. Yeah, a lot of questions there. Yeah. If you are allowed to read it alone in its proper time, then wouldn't there be no reason to push away from Shabbos? No, because the question is that you're reading it alone, but you don't know how to do it. So you're going to go to ask someone, and oh, you're, and you're carrying the minion. The minion. Right. Um, when thinking about shofar, which we also don't do on Shabbat because of the concern about doing our carrying why is it that we just don't blow shofar for Rosh Hashanah, whereas for Megillah we push it back? That is a good question. Why would we move the reading of the Megillah to a different time as opposed to shofar? We don't say like, oh, blow the shofar, or whatever. So I guess I'll give people this. Yeah. So why don't we think it's presuming Nisa? I think that's a good shofar. That's like a is that in Rosh Hashanah we still blow the shofar. It's just the second day. Or the, you know, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we're still going to hear it. So that's probably the thing. I would say two of these apartments are probably irrelevant. Okay? Good question, though. Um, okay, let's read the mission. The mission says as follows. We actually referenced this mission a little bit before, but here we go. What is a big city? And a city that has ten batlanim. We talked about, we'll see the Gemara's, let's say more clearly, but the people hung around, they didn't have jobs, they basically were available in shul for minion, things like that. If fewer than ten, then that is a kfar. Okay, and that's important for our definitions about when you can move around the times. So for these things, we said that you can push it up, but you don't push it later. Meaning, right, we said like, remember we said we don't push the reading later than it's supposed to be, but you can push it up to Yudal, 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 etc. However, um, now just to put, give us perspective, for those of you who were in Tanit, so we just learned that it was Manat or the people who brought the, the different, the, the wood for the Ma'aracha, for the Mizbeach, so that was only two Mishnayot ago, 
<coughs> right? In terms of Shas. Right? So it's just nice to think, like, you know, like in terms of, like, Tandi and the Megillah, this actually, like, makes a lot of sense. Like, if you've been learning Mishnah, this Mishnah actually, like, is reminding you something, not something you did, like, you know, a month ago, but something that you did, you know, very, relatively recently. Spanakot so, Tegonim is the idea that there are certain families from Yisrael that had the opportunity to bring the wood to the Beit HaMikdash. So, and they, and they have very particular times that they did that. Okay, and the Mishnah lists, like, all the exact times. So there's Manat Tegonim, Antish Abaav, Chagiga. Chagiga is a korban shlamim. A shlamim is what we call a peace offering, but that means like it's something that you bring as a part of the observance of um, the different yamim tovim, the regalim. Uh, so that and hakel, right, which is the gathering of the whole Jewish people to hear the king read the read the Torah. Um, after we do that on the uh, Sukkot after the Shemitah year, it says that all those things me'acharim v'lo makdimin. So all those things that they fell out like on Shabbat, so we push them off later and we don't make them earlier. We'll talk about that more soon. In the so, it says on Rashi for Tanya like that would also be true for Yudzayim Betamuz and Asar Betibay. Yes. Isn't that true for Tanya that Tanya that stares not? So yeah, so it's different. I think I think it's different. So it says here, right? So let's look in the um, was it the first the first long Rashi says it. The, yeah. The, right. So Rashi right the Abadazmanat say Kohanim Ve'Am right. So he points out correct that Rashi says the same Tishab Av and it also works for Shivasar Betamuz and Asar Betibay. I think the reason is because they are all part of the same sequencing. Asar B'tev Yishev Rosh and right and Shabbat are all part of the the the, the, the morning of the instruction of the Beit Hamikdash, which will be relevant soon. Tanit Esther is connected to Purim. It's really not part of the same sequencing of fast. Uh, same with some Gedalia. Also, it's a, it's a different type. Although some Gedalia also is relevant to the Chorban, but it's not quite the same. Um, okay, so the Mishnah continues and says as follows. So we're pushing the Duzin get pushed off. The Lom sorry, I lost my place. But even though we said we move them earlier and we don't push it later, you're allowed to have eulogies and fast days on those days, and you also bring matanot levyonim on, on, on those days. Okay? Okay. Am Rabbi Yudah imatai. Maybe this is when this is all true. Makom, meaning the, the, the idea that we pushed the, the reading of the Megillah earlier, and I think we also saw this quote yesterday. Makom is only places where they come in on Mondays and Thursdays. But places where they do not come into the main cities on Mondays and Thursdays. You only read it on the proper time. Okay. What's that? No, Shabbat would be different, but, but it means like, uh, as opposed to pushing it up for market days. Okay, the Gemara says this. Tana Asarab Batanim We're taught that the 10 Batanim are people who are in the shul, as we mentioned before. Okay. These things we make them earlier, not later. My time. What's the reason? You can't pass over the time of Purim. It has to be that day, or it can be early. And once we quoted a statement from Rabbi Abba in the name of Shmuel, we'll quote another one. Rabbi Abba said in the name of Shmuel, From what we know, they do not count days for years. Okay, what I mean, they don't count days for years. This is on the third wide line of Rashi. Okay, third one line. If a person says, I'm taking a vow not to drink wine for an entire year, you count 12 months day to day. Let's say you started doing it on a Gimel Kislev, so you're going to Gimel Kislev the next year, and even though you might argue, well, hold on a second, uh, the solar year is longer than the lunar year, so if you just count months, you're going to end up short in terms of a full year. doesn't make a difference. We don't count days when it comes to years back in the Gemara. As it says, for the months of the year, this is in Parsha Bo, you count months for the years, not days for the years, therefore it's 12 months. Okay, people often um, also have a misconception about something like the, uh, the year of Avilut, let's say for a parent, Rechman al-San. So the, the mourning period for that person is 12 months. It's not 
a year, meaning so it's not it's not you're not worried about calendar uh, again a solar year. It's twelve months. Um, leap year is, makes it a little bit more complicated, but yes, usually leap year goes a whole year. But okay, that's just an example. It's not that's not dindo right. For Rabbanan de Kesari Mishum Rabbi Abba Amru and Rabbanan of uh, of Kesar Kesaria. And the name of Rabbi Abba said, mechashvim sha'ot lechodashim. From what we know, they don't, they don't count uh, hours for the months. Shenemar ad chodesh yamim. That's another. That's when Hashem is uh, um, in the kivot tava when He provides all the slav for the people. They're going to eat the the quail for a month. He says it's going to be chodesh yamim. A month, a month of days. Yamimata mechashev lechodashim. You count months for for. Uh, excuse me. You count days for months. Viyata mechashev shaot lechodashim. You don't count uh, hours for months. Uh, Rashi qu- explains what's impossible. Nafkamina. A guy says, uh, "Here is your get on, on the condition that I do not return. You know uh, that I return within one month or something like that. So if I don't come back within a month, so you say that. So, so Rashi points out that if the month is over. Then it's over, even though if it was a 29-day month, you might say, well, the lunar month is 29 and a half days, so I should have an extra 12 hours or something like that. So the answer is no, that's not how it works. It goes by days, not by months. Okay. Now the Gemara says like this. All these other um, observances, we push them off rather than make them earlier. Tisha B'Av, why do we do it for Tisha B'Av? We always push off Tisha B'Av. Akadumi Puranut Lomakadme. That to bring the Puranut, the punishment, earlier, we're not going to do so. Okay, we're not going to make the, the, the observance of a Puranut, of a terrible thing, be early. So that we want to push it off. It's sort of a sentimental idea. Chagiga Bahakel, how about the Korban Chagiga and the Hakel? Mishumda Kati Lomata Zmanchi It's because the time of their obligation has not yet arrived. So you can't observe, uh, you can't bring a Korban Chagiga. Let's say for Sukkot, before Sukkot. It doesn't make any sense to make it earlier. Now, you might say, well, Purim also hasn't arrived. Okay? But uh, that's a good question. You guys can look it up. Okay? Uh, Hakel also. There's this particular time the Torah says when you're supposed to gather together. You, can't, you don't make it earlier than when it's supposed to be. Okay? Um, now, Tana, we learned... Chagiga, the Kozman Chagiga Me'acharin. So the language of this bright is a little strange. It says Chagiga, the Korban Chagiga, which again is the Korban, you bring Korban Shlamim in observance of the holiday, and the whole time of the Chagiga, Ma'acharin, you push off. Make later. Bishlama Chagiga, I, I understand the case of Chagiga itself. Di'imikla bishabata Ma'acharinanla. The rise, mikla means visited. If it visits or if it comes, Shabbat, we push it off till after Shabbat. What does man chagiga mean? Like, what is the time of the chagiga you push off? So, Amar Boshaya Hachi Ka'amar, this is what it means to say. Chagiga bishabbat, okay? Be'olat ri'iyah afilu biyom tov. Dizman chagiga me'acharin. So he's saying like this, but what Boshaya understands this phrase to mean is it's a reference to the olat ri'iyah. The Chagiga, the Korban Chagiga, which is the individual's obligation to bring a Korban Shlamim, of which the Kohanim and the owner part, you know, partake of, they get you know, portions of the, of the meat to eat. So if that falls on Shabbat, and for the Olat Re'iyah, as the Pasuk says, Velo Te'ra'u Panai Re'kam, you should not see my face empty-handed, Hashem says, and that's the obligation to bring a Korban Ola. A Korban Ola is a Korban that is completely burnt on the Mizbeach. No one gets any part of that. So that, even on Yom Tov, you would not bring the Olat Re'iyah. It's how Ravoshi understands, understands this statement. And the Gemara says, Mani, who's in the court, in the court with whose opinion is this? It's Beit Shammahi. That's like Beit Shammah's opinion. Why? Did times we learned in a, in a uh, Mishnah, I think it's back in Chagika too, Beit Shammah Omrim, Mivi'in Shlamim Be'yom Tov, Be'en Tomchim Alehem. Beit Shammah says, you can bring a Korban Shlamim on Yom Tov, 
because you're allowed to, even though there's a malacha involved in offering the korban, you're allowed to do malacha for the purpose of food. And since you're going to eat from the korban shlamim, you're allowed to bring the korban shlamim. That's Beishami's opinion. But you don't lean on the animal on Yom Tov, because that uh, contact with the animal we don't, we don't, wouldn't normally be allowed on Shabbat or Yom Tov, and therefore they wouldn't override the normal Yom Tov rules. Aval lo olot. But Beishami says you do not bring a korban olah, uh, at least an individual Quran Allah on Yom Tov, again, because you're not going to be eating it, so you're not really allowed to do the Melacha. Okay? Now, we'll see Behil disagrees in a second. But that's the idea. So according, but the, the key point for our opinion right now is that's what Zman Chagiga Me'acharin would, uh, would be, according to Rabbi Shai. That's reflecting the opinion of Beit Shammai, that Zman Chagiga, that all the, the other Korban that's also brought with the Chagiga, if it fell out in, even on Yom Tov, <coughs> you're Me'achir, you push it off, and you would just bring the Olat Riyah during the week of the holiday. Okay, so you have seven days of, of Sukkot, you have more time. Okay, Ubin Hilalomrim, in that same Mishnah, Mithi'im Shlamim Ve'olot Vesamchim Aleham. Bin Hilal disagrees, he says, no, the whole requirement is to bring the Korban Shlam and the Korban Olah. So if the Torah is telling us to do it, you can do it even on Yom Tov, it doesn't make a difference. Anyhow, but that, so that, that opinion of Rav Hashem would only fit with with Beisham. Rav Amar, Rav explains differently than that. He says, Chagiga Kozman Chagiga when it comes to the Chagiga, you can delay it the whole time that you're allowed to bring the Chagiga. But Tfei, but more than that, lo, you're not allowed to delay. What do you mean? Ditnan, as we learned in the Mishnah, anybody who hasn't Chagd, which means brought the Korban Shlamim, the Korban Chagiga, on the first day of Yom Tov of Sukkot, he could continue to bring the Korban as a Tashlumin, the whole holiday, including the Yom Tov Acharon, which is Shmini Atzeret. But Avar HaRegel, once the holiday's passed, the Lochag, and he hasn't brought the Korban, he's no longer responsible for it, meaning he doesn't have to make up for it, meaning he blew his chance, is really the point. And that's what it would mean, that Zman Chagiga, the time of the Chagiga, meaning the whole time that you have for the Chagiga. Okay? Rav Ashi Yamar, Rav Ashi has a different explanation. He says, Chagiga v'kozman chagiga ma'acharin. What does it mean? Chagiga the whole, zman, the whole time of Chagiga you can push it off. Ve'afilu atzeret. Dechad yoma ma'acharin. So he's pointing out that what he's trying to say in this bright is the halacha, not just about Sukkot and Pesach, where it's a little easier, where if the first of the, the Yom Tov fell on on Shabbat, so you'd say, okay, I can't bring the Korban maybe on Shabbat. Uh, the, right? Maybe you'd say that. But, um, but when it comes to because um, you have, but that's because you have the rest of the week to make it up because it's still Sukkot or it's still Pesach. But when it comes to Shavuot, which is a one-day holiday, so if you don't bring it on the actual day, maybe you're stuck. She says, "No, you're still allowed to do it." How do we know that? The Tanan, as we learn, Modim Shimchal Atzeret Liot B'Shabbat Shiyom Tavoach Achar Shabbat. They agree when it comes to Shavuot. If Shavuot falls out, Atzeret to Shavuot. If Atzeret falls out on Shabbat, that the slaughtering day of the of the Korbanot is after Shabbat. Okay, and by the way, we have a small uh, recognition of this halacha nowadays in that we do not say tachanun for the week after Shavuot because those are days when you could still potentially bring the Korban Chagiga in Olat Riyah. Okay? Amar Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Elazar uh, says, Amar Rabbi Hanina, the name Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Natan Purim. Rabbi, Rabbi Danasi, planted saplings on Purim. Okay, we'll just come here a little bit. And he bathed in the corona 
Uh, we'll see of Tzipori, meaning uh, Rashi's Karona is Biyom Hashuk. It's the day of the market day. It's called Karona because the Karons are the wagons that people would like to you know, travel to, you know, to set up their wares and travel to town with. So he, we're on bed now. Okay? So he would do that even on Shivasar Tammuz. And Ubikesh La'akor Tisha B'Av. And he tried to uproot Tisha B'Av. And the Chachamim did not agree with him, at least not with regard to Tisha B'Av. So Amar Lefanav, so we'll go a little bit longer, okay? Amar Lefanav, Rabbi Amar Barzavda, Rabbi Amar Barzavda said to him, meaning this is the person who quoted, uh, who is quoting what Rabbi did, right, right to Rabbi Elazar, he said, Rabbi, lo that's not what happened. He said, no, it wasn't he went to uproot Tisha B'Av completely. It's just that it was a Tisha B'Av that fell out on Shabbat, and he said he wanted to push it off. And then Rabbi said, Rabbi said, you know, once we're pushing off Tisha B'Av anyways, eh, Forget about Tisha B'Av this year. So if, you, if he was your Rebbe, he'd be so happy. Uh, so, And then the Chachamim did not agree with that. Kari Aleis, Rabbi Lazar said about this, Tovim Hashnai Min Hayechad, my famous passage from Kohelet, that two are better than one, meaning it's much better that you, have been, you were around with me because I made the statement, but because you were here, you corrected my version of the story. Okay, there's more to say about that discussion, but we'll stop here.